What is up, everybody? Episode 13, week 14, ZMT Sports back. Back. We are officially now MT Sports. Officially now. We are losing the Z, unfortunately. Our schedules just didn't match. We still love the kids. Zach, we'll miss you. We'll probably still get you as a guest. We love you, Zach. And we'll get you some some picks, obviously. But our schedules just never match. We can never get together to record the podcast. So... Is officially MT Sports. We're gonna keep the, the name podcast. though because it we're sounds gonna, cool. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna keep the name. Uh, we'll, we'll give Zach some credentials. Yeah, he so, was here. <laughs> exactly. So we just wanted to start with that and get that out to everybody. Uh, as for the show, we're gonna do the local landscape, our fantasy picks, our betting picks, and Mike, you have a you have an announcement to make about about how the show is gonna look today. Right? Yeah, absolutely. We're gonna try something new. Isn't it, isn't it funny how we try something new and then it just fades away? But hopefully, this doesn't. Yeah, this will stick. Do you remember the trivia? <laughs> Fuck happy with that. Right, we got but, mics. Yeah, it's true. We do. We have we have mics, which is just a new thing. You guys know from last week. Apparently, we sound good. Shout out to Kyle Mar. Thank you for telling us, giving us feedback. Mar. First thing. Second. Second thing. Happy birthday to you, Tommy. Nah, belated, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you're right, you're thank old you. man, dude. I'm in my LeBron year. You are in LeBron year. So hopefully that means the bets will go up, maybe. The oh, Jets yeah. will do something. Maybe not. I don't know. But yeah, happy birthday to you, Tom. And congratulations on finishing college, man. Awesome thank stuff. You. Been a good couple of past days for you. And, yeah, I'm uh, a full-time podcaster now. Full-time. I know. Hopefully, this will be our life. I'm excited. But uh, yes. besides that, and uh, what the new thing we're going to try out today, we're going to try in our first caller. And uh, it's going to be our, my good friend, Bobby Kennedy, from school I went to. He's an Eagles fan. I'm aware your nickname is Bobby Buckets. Bobby Buckets. And my man can shoot, uh, can shoot a three. And he's a big boy like me. So that rhymed. Like, um, yeah, that did. So, yeah. So we, uh, we're going to try that out today, see how it sounds. And hopefully, if people like it and if the word gets around, we can have more callers in the future, Tom. 100%. I like that idea. All right, let's, let's start talking about our shitty football teams. Let's get it. Let's get it. And we are back. Back. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'm going to get a shirt that says, that. <laughs> we are back. Back. That's my thing. That's like my motto, I feel like. Yeah, dude, it's nice. It's, it's It always makes it's, me laugh. It's, it's catchy. Always. Yes. That and that guy stinks. Anyway, that guy stinks. speaking of stinks. Michael Joseph Daikunzak. I don't hear a word from you. I, you're right. <laughs> well, my team played better. But anyway, <laughs> we'll, so start, right. we'll, we'll start with you and the Cowboys today. The floor is yours. I had nothing to say. I watched the game. I was baffled. I will say the yeah. refs sucked, but I just want to hear it. Just go take the floor. Just take it. It's all How about all them you. Cowboys, Tom? They stink. stink. All right. Um, not much to say. Did I expect them to beat the Ravens? I mean, we're going to talk about the NFC East in a little bit, but... What a week for the NFC East, right? I mean, look at the Giants shocking the Seahawks. Look at the look at the Washington football team shocking Pittsburgh. Awesome stuff. And then you had that all that happening on Sunday and Monday and whatever. And then you had the Tuesday night game. Obviously, the whole COVID situation, which I'm going to get into. Um, <clears throat> and you know, you look at the, what happened with the Giants. Look what happened with Washington. And you're like, wow, like the NFC East looks interesting. They're finally they got they got their swagger back a little bit. And you think that the Cowboys might actually compete with the Ravens. Boy, was I wrong. <clears throat> um, That's two weeks in a row now. Two weeks in a row that we thought, the, you know, we both thought that the Cowboys could compete. You know, obviously there's the bias me because I'm the fan, but you're a, good, you're a good analyst, Tom. And nobody could have, I mean, there's just a lot of things going wrong with the Cowboys. And correct me if I'm wrong, dude, but I just feel like they're going into like a full re- rebuilding stage now. This is terrible. Like, they are awful football team. There's a lot of things wrong and and it starts with this. 
Not only did you lose to a guy that came and throw 100 yards. Sorry, Lamar. Sorry, Raven fans. But it's the truth. Tom said it last week. I didn't think it was the truth. And then you watched Lamar play <laughs> against your team. And God damn, bro. You're not a quarterback. But he doesn't. But he dominates on the ground. And that's what he did. I mean, that's, that's why what the, he does. That's what he does. That is his game plan. If that works for the Ravens, that works for the Ravens. But the thing is with the Cowboys, you got Mike McCarthy and, 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 and uh, in interviews, and then you have you have Jones in interviews, and then one is saying that oh, it's not my scheme, it's the players, and then Jones is saying it's not the players, it's the scheme. What the hell is that What's about? Going on? Like, what is going on? So obviously, they're definitely out of the NFC. I mean, I actually, I mean, there's, there's it's not. I mean, it's not fully determined because the NFC is such garbage. They're they, they saying the Redskins. Oh my God, the Washington the football, football team, team on, and the Giants. I know, stop. And the Giants could lose this week. Yeah, uh, they have very hard competition, and and obviously, I think the Eagles are out of it. They stink. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jalen Hurts time, baby. Yeah, that's another thing. Where when we have our guest call on, he is Bobby is an Eagles fan. So we get to hear his, his input about it. There's a new era in Philadelphia. The whole, the whole NFC East, I mean, yes, some swagger's back with Washington and with the Giants, and then there's the Cowboys and Eagles. They're all the way down below. But when it comes to the Cowboys, I don't expect anything else. I think they could even lose to the Bengals this week. I, I know, I mean, I obviously could win this game because the Bengals are nothing either. But at the same time, for them to win this game, it just all it does is just, just crash their draft pick, in my opinion. So um, I think I you should just take it. I have a question for you yeah, go in ahead. regard to the Cowboys. Yeah. There's some rumblings. And I call them rumblings because that's what they are. Rumblings. Like Rumpelstiltskin. Rumblings. Uh, <laughs> Dak Prescott. Dakota Prescott. If you're going to ask me. And the me. Dallas Cowboys. No, no, no. I just want to I want to ask exactly you. Right. He's not going I, to the Jets. No, 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 no. Not the Jets. No, I'm not saying the Jets, okay? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. And I'll talk about my Jets in a little bit. But yeah. right now I'm asking about your Cowboys. Sad. Okay. Depressing. Rumblings. Back to my rumblings. Rumblings. That the Cowboys might be in full rebuild mode. Now, what you said, you mentioned it, and that's what triggered the question. If they are in full rebuild mode, do you believe the Cowboys can financially put that much cap space in their quarterback when the rest of the team isn't there yet? And let it be a quarterback that's coming off major knee surgery. Now, I'm going to give you my answer first before I give the floor to you because it is your team. My answer is... You got to pay the guy because Dak Prescott makes the whole team around them better. Yes. But to pay a guy, looking at how this team is without him, Listen they are so depleted. Their defense is terrible. Uh, they have money in the wrong places at this very moment. Can they afford to pay Dak Prescott upwards of $40 million when you could get two or three solid players with that type of money and maybe draft the quarterback? Or trade up and draft the quarterback, or something along those lines. So, what is your what is your mindset? Because there's rumblings, and it's it's reaching that territory now that you know, Dak Prescott might have to be dispensable because of the way this team has looked without him. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: when it comes to Dak Prescott, it's not easy to argue anymore because with everything going on, him not being signed yet, and everything like that, his off season value now, this upcoming off season, is going to be off the charts. It's going to be off the charts. Yeah. Probably more than anybody would have predicted. But the way that he was playing this year, and obviously people always look past about how good he used to be, uh, how good he's been in the last few years for the Cowboys because obviously there's the winning factor. And it's all been and it's all been coached because you can't question Dak's talent and, and everything he brought to that team because he's a leader of the team. He makes that team better. Yes. And, and then there's, there's the whole facts over feelings uh, aspect that we always talk about. And I agree with you. 
when it comes like that thing all comes to mind because obviously Dak Prescott is not the only thing that is going to turn around the Cowboys organization right now. Exactly. That defense is garbage. It's so it, it's so garbage and they and and the offense they have the pieces but you know and then I'll go back to Zeke. I think the Zeke signing Obviously, at the time, being a fan, had my feelings over facts. I thought it was a great thing. And then you realize Byron Jones is gone. And then yeah. Jeff Heath is gone. Obviously, they, I mean, Byron Jones is elite. And then you have you have Jeff Heath, who's actually playing well for the Raiders right now. These were two guys that were in the secondary that were reliable. They were veterans. And they were and they did their job. And now we don't have that anymore. Instead, we have rookies. And we and they, they stink. And our front seven's terrible. Yes. It, and like I'm saying, the like Jalen Smith and the Zeke signing and not signing Byron Jones the money that he deserved, that is what cost the Cowboys. I know Justin Roos talks about it all the time. But there were so many offseason decisions that we thought looked good in the moment because it was our feelings over facts, that right? Back, yeah, that, that backfired. are backfiring on the Cowboys. And they look totally in rebuild mode right now. Yeah. And and the thing is with me and, and why I feel like they could move on from Dak Prescott is your offense is built pretty well. So a young quarterback could thrive in it. Yeah. I know it's. I know you don't want to think about it that way. You have Cooper, but you have you know you could have Gallup. I think Gallup's a free agent after this year too, yeah, he or he can be a free agent. I don't know if he's an option or something. Uh, and you have Lamb, and you have guys like Cedric Wilson and Zeke, and a solid offensive line. If you go out and 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 flirt the idea of, of trading with the Jets and getting a Trevor Lawrence sign and trade, give us Dak, or flirt with Zach Wilson or Justin Fields. Dude, you could. I mean, you it's could possible. Be, yeah, you could be successful. At the end of the day, this is all hypothetical. I believe they do sign Dak Prescott back because yeah. they're a smart organization. It just Jerry feels Jones like you know how you feel. Go. You know how you feel like Sam Darnold was ruined by the Jets. Yeah, I feel like Dak Prescott could be ruined by the Cowboys. I don't think he'd be ruined talent wise. I just think that no, they no, would be able to yeah. capitalize on his talent. I'm saying like, like his talent yeah. being there, like he'll be like they handle it. He'll be really. like another Romo, elite talent, but he'll never win anything because of the team around him and the coaching around him. Yeah, they've handled their favor his favorable contract poorly. If you look at the last couple teams that have won a Super Bowl, minus the Patriots, it's been with quarterbacks in their rookie deals. Yeah, Mahomes. Goff went to the Super Bowl. Uh, Wentz, that's why they had full. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, the reason, yeah. and, and and the Cowboys haven't taken full advantage no. of that. No, they have not. So yeah, but I mean, listen, I had to bring up the question because it's an interesting thought because uh, it is. their team's that bad. And besides the fact, now they're three and eight or three and nine. Was it three and eight now? I, I don't even care I anymore. Mean, I believe they're three and nine. Three and nine. What a fantastic record, the Cowboys. Good for you. But um, yeah. I yeah. mean, that's the like uh, the, num- the numbness. The numbness that we were that we were talking about, um, it's in full effect now. I could care less what happens for the rest of the season unless there's some miracle that the rest of the NFC East just plop, like just pops and, and loses and the Cowboys can somehow compete again. Yeah. But, but I had my faith with that the last two weeks when it comes to the Ravens game and then obviously the the Washington football team game and they just blew that. So here's a positive for you before I talk about my Jets. I'll yeah. give you a positive. Give me a positive. It's it's better that you just lost your chance at the division or like it feels that way. And you're a top five draft pick. Yeah, that's better than being like a nine and seven, eight and eight team. Like, oh crap! Yeah, exactly. Not only did we lose on the division, now like we're going, picking fifteen or fourteen. Yeah. You're like, oh, going ten draft. and six or eleven yeah. and five, and you don't make the playoffs or something like that. That's the worst. Yeah. So I mean, I, I totally agree with that aspect. So, yeah, so the numbness is there. Dallas Cowboys, you stink. Mike McCarthy, I don't know yeah. how to feel about you and stuff like that. And then before you get to the Jets, real quick. Yeah. I know I wanted to talk about it, the but refs? The, well, yes, the refs, Goodell. I told you already, bro. We I'm already gonna, talked gonna, about the rest I'm going to come find times. you, bro. Yeah. You, you stink. CD Lamb was mauled. But the whole 
I wanted to see, speaking of Cowboys and the Ravens game and like that, the whole Des Bryant situation, dude. Oh, yeah, the COVID The way stuff. they handled that was very... It was a false positive, and they were nervous, I think, because the Ravens had so many outbreaks the last couple weeks. I understand that. they that, just wanted to get him away and then figure it out. What if it wasn't a false... What, what, what if it wasn't a false positive for Des? And then he infected the whole team again, and they just had an outbreak. But he already did that, if you think about it, because he was yeah, on the field, warm-ups, and hello to everybody. Up. Yeah, but I think it the was just a precautionary thing. The way that they handled this COVID thing is just ridiculous, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I mean, it is what it is, and sucks. I'm a big, I'm a firm believer that they have, I think, have handled this the best possible. Think about it, they haven't had a cancel a week. Yeah, and, like true. You know what I mean? I feel like they're doing the best they can. There's going to be flaws in everything that's the... That's not the beauty. That's just the world we live in. That's the fall. The 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 falls that we are on right now yeah, is 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 what they deal with. I, I'm I'm a and this is one of the we You're usually a agree a lot. Guide. No, no pun we intended. Usually, we You're usually a agree guy. a lot, but I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you here, and I feel like the All NFL right. you want to fight has done <laughs> has, has done the best possible job. But I mean, um, yeah, I, mean, I do agree with that in that aspect. But that was some weird, of, though. Yes, some of the things they they've been doing, you know, it's, it's fine to see outrage, especially in Des. The guy wanted to retire on Twitter in the same hour. <laughs> The game started, and I don't, and I kind of don't blame him because he was on the field, he was dressed, he was like you said, we were dabbing people up, and then he got a positive, and then you took him off the field. He's already made his impact by possibly infecting others. Yeah. So, like the fact that the game went on, and then he just said, "Des, go home." Like you're the reason. Play. Exactly. You're not going to play. I'm going to play devil's advocate on you again. Yeah, go ahead. Well, supposedly you're supposed to be social distanced, right, in the locker room, six feet away. I mean, do you not think they're really things. doing well, that? Well, that's what I'm saying. But NFL protocol. So think about it. They make decisions based on their protocols, right? And I'm being such a dick here when it comes to being devil's advocate. But I just, I, I just don't like the COVID stuff, you know. Um, Speaking of COVID, dude, Duke just canceled their season. Basketball? Yeah. Wow, that's because they keep losing. Yeah, it's because they keep losing. <laughs> yeah, whatever, Coach anyway, Mike. All right, yeah, guys, sorry, um, Coach K, you stink. So, yeah, I feel like they ma- they're making decisions on their protocol. So they're like, hey, listen, people, you can assume all you want that these players aren't social distancing. Yeah, there's videos of, of, of him dapping people up when he shouldn't be. That's his prop. Like, that's him breaking the rules. That's not going to affect our league. So, you know what, based on the protocols, everyone's six feet apart. You're not supposed to be in these areas, not supposed to be in these areas, and everything's cleaned and cleansed by the, the team officials and all this kind of stuff constantly. That if there's a false positive, we're just gonna get them out, get them out of the stadium, and then we'll be okay. That's what that's what it was. And they had PCR tests with a point I of contact test, and everybody was negative. But yeah, I mean, can we yeah, can we not yeah. talk about COVID? No, I, I, I mean, I just it was I part of the Ravens Cowboys game. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, I wanted yeah, to talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah, wanted yeah, to see yeah. Des throw up like an X. I right? did. I had him in my parlay to score touchdown. There we go. See, throw it out. Why would you not want to see a player that you loved in the past play good against your team? I know. This week, speaking, this is that's a listen, Mike. I I'm giving you. A round of applause. Jamal Adams, baby. You just, I don't want to see Jamal Adams do good this week. And Smash let the me over ta- and tackles. Let me and tell you something about the Hail Mary full of tank as KFC yeah. Barstool will talk about it. Let's go for it. The New York Jets. The goddamn Jets. The just end the season. The joke of the NFL. Mike, I don't know how they lost that game on Sunday. I... Dude, this it was is, hilarious. This this was so Jets. You ready? I'm going to take you on my emotional uh, roller coaster of that game on Sunday. Game starts right down the field. Did you know that the Jets have scored on their opening possession the last six games? This is a touchdown. That is the NFL mo- longest streak right now, active streak. Six straight games. But yet, but but on Sunday. As Sam Donald's throwing dimes to Perriman and Mims and driving right down the Raiders' throats, and they take a 7 nothing lead, I go, oh, no. 
We're going to win. And the next drive, <laughs> Derek Carr looks like that. crap, and I'm like, yeah, imagine this, this was fucked up about the season. I'm upset about that. Then Sam Darnold starts to Sam Darnold. So now, after the first touchdown, here comes the psyche of a Jet fan. Like, okay, well, if we're going to win a game, let Sam Darnold look good like he did on that first and he, drive. And he did. And it's like, let him do that. Because you know what? If we win then and we freaking win three or four games, let's build around him, okay? Let's pick up the fifth-year option. He hasn't played well enough to, to warrant a big deal. Let's see that. Then he starts to Sam Darnold. And what I mean by that is Kellen Fer- uh, Salem Farrell, whatever you say his first name, Farrell, the defensive end on the Raiders, starts blowing up the game. Strip sacks Darnold. Raiders take it. They score. Then he strip sacks him again. And then he, Darnold throws an interception. I'm sitting here like, not only is this game still close because the Raiders couldn't put us away, Sam Donald's playing like shit. So now we're, in, we're, we're we're creeping into the worst possible situation. Again, where it's a win and Sam Donald looks like shit. Beautiful people. The life of a Jet fan. Rooting for your team to lose. Fourth quarter comes. Sam Donald starts to look great again. Dime. Dime. Mims. I remember this one play. He's about to get sacked and he fits it in between two defenders and Mims takes off for 35 yards. And I'm like... I'm like, like this is why they drafted him three years ago. Like, it's this idiot head coach that has ruined this dude. It's not nothing with his talent. It's the, it's this head coach, and I'm just like, fuck, man, you're gonna lead us on a game winning drive. Like you, the, Sam Darnold, I said, is gonna lead us down the field this drive because he's got it today. He's he's clicked today. The game plan has worked for him. It's clicked. They finally put a game plan for the first time this year around Sam Darnold's ability. It's gonna click. This dude drives us right down the field, takes yeah. the lead. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, now there's like three minutes left. The Raiders have two timeouts. I'm like, oh. I'm like, now it's it's sinking in. As the Jaguars gave up their lead in the Minnesota, I'm like, that's it. We're going to lose on. We're gonna lose out on the first pick. Jets make a stop. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. When they made the first stop on the Raiders in, like, in the red zone area, I'm like, it sank in. Like, heart felt to my stomach. Yeah, we just won. Because the Raiders are going to get the ball back with like 32 seconds left, like impossible. And, and we're gonna—they're going to be down by four, not a field goal. Like they're down four. Like yeah, I need to throw a hail mary here. Jets go three and out. Jets punt, and I'm like, I got to check the win probability. People, the New York Jets had a 96.8 percent chance to win that football game. 96.8. The Jets are good. Jets. When Derek Carr missed. Aguilar on the first on the first heave yeah. into the end zone, who yeah. was wide open, and Derek Carr just missed him. And then the next play happened. I'm gonna walk you through the the minute and a half that that was that, and I'll shorten it not into a real minute and a half, but what was going on in my head in that minute and a half. The Jets lining up. I'm like, they're bringing the house. There's 11 seconds left in this game. They're bringing the house. What are they doing? The blitz comes, and I'm like, oh, shit. I like, and this is happening all so fast. I'm like, oh, my God, they got Derek Carr swamped up. And then Derek Carr, like, shimmies up in the pocket and all his, like, fucking, like, running forward. He's a ball about tall fucking Mars in the air. I mean, the ball is in the air for 30 seconds. I stand up and go, he's got rugs. He's got rugs. <laughs> and he caught it, and they won, and I scream, And I, I yes. I'm like, yes. I'm like, yes. Like, they, they lost. I sat down on the couch. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm like. Yes! 30 seconds go by, and I go, oh, my God. They lost. Like, that's a good, that's a like, good dirty, wet dream. They, like, they lost. Like you're so, right. I can't believe that. Like, I can't believe but that that's, emotion. But that's where we are. We cannot, because the Jaguars suck just as much, and they can't find a way to win games either, 
we can't enjoy any wins. So every win, you have to, during the games, when it's, I don't even know how to explain it. We're just, as Jet fans, in such a weird spot as a whole. Because when the game's on, and like I keep saying, Darnold is playing well, and Mims looks good, and Becton is blocking, and no one's getting past him, you're you're kind of excited. Because it's like, you know what? If this is what can be, why do we need Trevor Lawrence? Like, three years ago, Sam Darnold was Trevor Lawrence. Not as, as talked about as talented, but I mean the number one guy in the draft that the Browns passed on. Everyone was like, what are the Browns doing? And he fell into our lap and then looked great his rookie year. Was the highest rated passer in the NFL the last six weeks. The highest. And then all of a sudden we hired Gase. And, and Gase has openly admitted, like I talked about last week in the podcast, to ruining him. To not doing a good enough job. Correct? Yeah, correct. Yeah. So we get excited. And then we realize, like, you know what, though? Because then Darnold will show us something where it's like, we might just have to move on. He might just need a, he might need a new face. And we might need a new face. We can't lose. So when situations like that happen in that Raider game, we are happy but we were also dumbfounded, and I was sitting there in disbelief for at least a half hour. Like, imagine if we needed that game. Yeah. And and and, and then Greg Williams got fired. People on Monday. So any of you people who are trying to tell us that or tell Jeff fans that they threw it on purpose, there's no such thing. Greg Williams is a stubborn mother effer. He would love that. He loves calling that play. Okay, that's his favorite play. And and, and Jeff fans found the video of him saying in the training camp. He was he called that play because he wanted to make a statement. We won this game because our defense held. We're gonna sack this guy again. And it came back to bite him in the ass because that's what he is. And he got fired. And Jet the Jet coaches were talking about all week. The players were ripping Williams after the press conference. So to say they tanked on purpose, that there's no such thing. Okay, the Jets are trying to win football games. Okay, because if they weren't, they'd probably start Flacco or they'd start Morgan or they'd start doing weird things like the Jaguars are doing because the Jaguars are starting like four different quarterbacks and trying people out. That that could be argued to be more tanking than what the Jets are doing, throwing out their third year quarterback. That was pick third overall. Well, what I would tell you is, uh, as a football analyst guy, like was blitzing on that last play. It's the, the worst smartest. possible call you could do. Yeah. So they, literally the worst. they were just trying to take a risk and then... No, I think that Greg Williams is stubborn and that play was working all game because Carr got sacked, I think, four or five times and it was the last play of the game and he's like, he's not going to have time to get a to get a, a, a player down the field. And he forgot that Henry Ruggs is one of the fastest players in the NFL and he put him against a corner that... And I, and I bet you this. I'm going to be honest, and I, I wish I was a fly on the wall for this conversation. I bet you Greg Williams, because there's a video of him talking to Lamar Jackson before the play because there was a timeout and there was like some things. I bet you he told him, tackle that guy. If, if you feel like you're beat, tackle him. Because yeah. think about it. You tackle him, it's a pass interference. Yeah. The ball goes still to got, where the spot is found. they got to run another play, and there might not be any time on the clock because how close it was. Just tackle him. But the Jets, they're not up there, okay? They're not yeah. in the head. They're young. They're rookies. They're all undrafted. It's an undrafted free agent against the number 11 pick in the draft. That's what's happened. He got beat. He didn't. Ta- he didn't commit a penalty. Touchdown. Game over. And now, it wasn't even close. and now we're going to be building statues for Greg Williams when we have Trevor Lawrence and we win the Super Bowl. But uh, it's just uh, you're, you're bipolar. It, it, bro. It is, no, I'm not bipolar. I'm <laughs> no, just I'm saying you're, you're that's optimistic. the emotion. No, that's the emotion of a Jeff fan. In the last ten minutes spiel I just gave, which I'm done now, yeah, uh, about the Jets. That it, it, it warranted. 
this is what it was like. It's up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. We go from in three short years, in two and a half short years, we go from thinking we had the guy to now wanting the guy while the other guy is still playing and we're losing games in the most improbable fashions. The Raiders had a 3.2% chance to win that football game. And they did. And they won. Thank you very much. The New York Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. Fuck. <sighs> well, speaking of teams, Tom. Tom who suck. Speaking of teams who, who need a quarterback and is making a different error in their team, the Philadelphia Schmeagles. The Eagles, Tom. The Schmeagles. They have made, they have finally made the change. They have changed from Carson Wentz, a potential MVP three years ago. So Apparently led them to the Super Bowl even though he had no leg. <laughs> and and they went to Jalen Hurts. They went to the guy that they drafted in the that they drafted uh, second round. Everybody was shocked about it. Everybody was like, "Why the hell are we drafting Jalen Hurts?" And now look what is going on. They the Eagles dying. have gone to Jalen Hurts in a division that is still open for grabs. Believe it or not, even though it doesn't look like it for the Cowboys or for the Eagles, but anything can happen in this division. And now they're going with Jalen Hurts to try to win football games. Because you know Doug Peterson, he's a Super Bowl winning coach. He's not going to just lay out the foot off the gas, despite how bad of a coach he's been this year, arguably. I think, yeah. he's, I think he's had better years, clearly. He's not uh, being a coach. But let's not hear it from <laughs> well, a Cowboys fan and a Jets fan. fan. Let's get the Eagles I think fan. we should finally start the call. And I'm going to make that call. Bobby. Bobby Bucket. Can't wait to hear you, bud. Give me one second. I'm going to give you the call. Our first Bobby call. Bobby Bucket's talking about the... E A G L E F Eagles. Fly Eagles. Fly. No. This is exciting. Our first ever calling on ZMT Sports. Bobby Buckets. Hello? Hello? Are you talking to yourself right now? No. Hello? Hello? Bobby Buckets. What's up, man? You are officially on ZMT Sports, man. It's official. Hey, you're the first caller. It's the greatest day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you for listening and everything, man. You're, you're, you're a good guy. You know that? You're a good Absolutely. guy. Absolutely. You're on my weekly list. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. obviously you've heard of Tom on the show. Tom's right next to me. What's up? Say hi, Tom. What, what's up, Bobby Buckus? What's going on? So, it's a pleasure to talk to you. I so can't we, wait to hear your uh, eagle rant. Yeah, I can't wait either. We were literally just talking about the new era in Philadelphia, and we want to hear your take on it being an Eagles fan, man. So go off. Go off. It's, it's absolutely a joke is what it is. I mean, we have been in a Super Bowl hangover since we won the Super Bowl. The team has progressively gotten worse every single season. We have needs that we don't address. We're bringing in guys that, you know, Jason Peters, great. He was, a, you know, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He was great seven years ago. He's not great now. <laughs> That's true. Uh, you know, you got Vinnie Curry. What, what the hell are we bringing Vinnie Curry back? What does Vinnie Curry do for us? We're bringing back, you know, older guys when we need to get younger. You know, we have Carson Wentz, who, in my opinion, can be a very good quarterback when you have him in a system that fits him. And, you know, you look at what Doug Peterson just said this week with Hurt starting, you know, we're going to establish the run game. We're going to do quick passes to get him in a rhythm. Why aren't we doing this with Carson Wentz? That's true. I, I just feel it's very the true. entire system has been set up to fail Carson Wentz this year. You know, like definitely arguable. Has he definitely, struggled? absolutely. Has he looked great? No. But when you have weapons around him, which you know they do, Travis Fulgham was 
top, you know, top ten wide receiver for three weeks, and I don't think we've thrown the ball more than three times since. <laughs> like, and we're playing Alshon Jeffrey. Why are we playing Alshon Jeffrey? Yeah, he cost yeah. us in fantasy one week, Bob. I'm telling you. Yeah. What kind of, kind of coaching decision was that, man? <laughs> Pissed me off. You know, and then, you know, all this stuff comes about, out about this rat. He's a rat. Howie Roseman, you know, I call him a glorified accountant because that's what he is. <laughs> and... You know, he's making the roster decisions. Why is the GM making our roster decisions? You, you know what, Bobby Buckets? I got something for you. You know, there's a guy uh, that's uh, that's the GM of my team that uh, left your organization. You think he had a had a bigger say in some decision making over there, or uh, you think Joe I Douglas? Mean, you think Joe? You guys you know, miss Joe Douglas over there? <laughs> I do miss Joe Douglas because I feel like the organization was tighter run when Joe Douglas was here. I feel like now it's just kind of, it's a circus. It's a circus. Yeah. What it comes down to is it's a it's a circus, you know. You have a, an unknown player, <coughs> Alshon Jeffrey, last year calling out Carson Wentz, and they do nothing about it. You know, you have these guys in the locker rooms that are going into the media and are speaking. And it's just like, why is there no accountability on this team? You know, two years ago, it's like, or three years ago now, it's like we had so much accountability. Everybody wanted to be there. Now it's like, this person said that. I want more money to do this. And it's like, are you guys here to play football or what? Yeah, and and listen, you got you guys are the most passionate, smart fan base in the NFL. Can get a little outrageous with your takes, but you know, you guys you know, know how I feel, Bob. You, you guys know what you want over there. I and, and you know, as a Jeff fan, it's like I, 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 we're passionate too. We're passionate fans, but you guys know what you want, and and that's why, like, I feel like the Eagles are always on a short leash because, like, the fans, you guys are ruthless, man. You go after them. And and Bob, it, let's just let's just put this into accountability, right? Obviously, Carson Wentz playing the way he's been playing. I mean, obviously, it's arguable that it could be a coaching thing. It could be it could be a him thing, whatever. Let's say, obviously, you know the NFC East is always up for grabs. This division stinks, right? You can, you can agree with that. So, so if Jalen Hurts comes in and the Eagles look a lot better and say that they actually have a chance to compete for the title this year, even probably, you know, even though you probably don't want it after all the crap that we've been through this year, you can say as a Cowboys fan and, and for you, how would you feel and, like, what would your mind go if that is the case? We are screwed because I think <laughs> civil war might break out in Philadelphia because there are still people who, you know, I love Nick Foles. There are still people who think we should have kept Nick Foles. Yeah, Nick that's, Foles that's a little great. crazy. Nick Foles got hot at the right time. Nick Foles stinks. Yeah, now <laughs> he does he's, stink. Now he's not the guy, yep. And so, like, I'm just afraid, you know, Jalen Hurts comes in and he has one good game. I mean, Carson Wentz mentally is now shot. Yeah. You know, you draft a guy in the second round that you didn't necessarily need. He comes out, he has a great game, you win a football game that I think they're, honestly, they might lose by 15 points. But, I mean, it's just, it's going to be absolutely chaotic. And you can't... I think there's a whole front office change coming. There has to be. Yeah. And you can't release Carson Wentz because he'll he'll carry $60 million in dead dead cash space. So, So it's like, you know, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. I don't disagree with giving Jalen Hurts a shot. But what I disagree with is how the coaching staff is saying we're going to establish the run game. We're going to work on quick passes. Why did we not do that with our current quarterback? Yeah, it's like well, they're setting him up to establish that. that rhythm. And, you know, Miles Sanders was, what, third in the league at one point for yeah. yards per carry at almost six yards a carry. We're not running the ball. Uh, like it, just, it just doesn't make the coaching decisions, the front office decisions don't make sense. And... I, I really think if Jalen Hurts comes out, I think not only is it going to be chaotic for the team itself, because, I mean, all the players are coming out this week saying, you know, we got Carson's back, 
uh, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Miles Sanders are like, it's not fair to, to Carson what's happening. How does that then make Jalen Hurts feel? And then what happens when Jalen Hurts plays well? Yeah, that's I true. Mean, there's just like, you know, Carson's our leader. Carson's this, Carson's that. He's not playing. It's, it's not going to end pretty. It yeah. really won't. Yeah. Yeah. That, that guy, Carson Wentz, uh, was obviously at the top tier for that team. And, and everything like that. I mean, obviously, you know, Bobby, I know, obviously, you know my feelings and everything like that. Now, but <laughs> you I'll hate never, the Eagles. I, I hate the Eagles and everything like that, but, you know, you're a respectful guy, so I'll, I'll come into my real shell. But you know that, you know that I know I'm not, like, I'm not that delusional where I didn't think Carson Wentz was a good quarterback, because obviously, he had all the talent in the world. I mean, he proved it last year when he went, when he went into that Cowboys game and, and he beat the Cowboys with literally nobody to win the division. So, obviously, it's there. And it's just crazy that I mean even for a Cowboys fan for anybody I mean, say what this. you want that it's gone to this and that Jalen Hurts uh, Jalen Hurts pick that we thought that was absolutely bullshit um, in coming in the draft uh, this past year it's actually coming into real life now and it's crazy yeah it's wild I just think you know a bigger concern is the Eagles drafts <laughs> I mean oh my god it's terrible one, one pro bowler in the, the last 50 players drafted and it's Carson Wentz oh. like what, oh. what are we doing <laughs> yeah That'll set a franchise back years. It's, yeah, it's brutal. And a bad... I mean, it's even setting us back more because it's like, you know, you hang on to Alshon Jeffrey, hang on to Jason Peters. You know, they let Malcolm Jenkins walk, which I don't disagree or agree with. I was kind of torn and in the middle. But then, you know, you're signing Jalen Mills to play safety. Jalen Mills is awful. <laughs> His hair is yeah. awful, I mean, there's too. there's no better way to put it. It's and, true. And, you know, we bring in Darius Slay, and, you know... Darius Slay has gotten cooked a couple games. Darius Slay's looked great a couple games. Yeah. But then you look at the rest of the team, like, who the hell are our linebackers? Alex Singleton? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the guy's balled out, but there's just so many holes on this team. But, you know, don't worry. Howie Roseman signed a 19th defensive tackle. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, $40 million a year tied up in defensive tackles. Yeah. <laughs> um so I'm gonna I'm gonna do it to this last question. This is great getting get it from Eagles fan, Bob. It's, yeah. This is awesome. But now that me and you are in the same boat now, you know, being a Cowboys fan, you're an Eagles fan. Obviously, we stink. We're not gonna win this division. If we do, it's a fucking miracle. But as as an NFC East watcher, who do you think is going to win the division and why? Uh, you know, I keep going back and forth with this because I was actually both of these teams are on my most likely plays this weekend. Oh baby! Uh, uh, the Washington Redskins have really or football team. Sorry, yeah, yeah, you're it's, okay. Canceled, Bob. it's okay. Come on, you're getting okay. canceled. Bob. Uh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> you know, I keep forgetting, but you know, their their defense is something. Like even the Giants' defense, like they're both their defenses are something. But I just feel like the Washington offense. I just think that they might be able to put it together more than the Giants right now. Yeah. I, you know, I, I like, like what it. I see yeah. Terry McLaurin. I like I love Antonio Gibson. Uh, yeah, I just I don't know. And you know, it's just the whole story with Alex Smith coming comeback back player of the year without a doubt. Has, yeah, Alex Smith would have won comeback player of the year if he played one snap. Exactly. Year, yeah. Actually, <laughs> play as a starting quarterback and playing well and um, beat an undefeated Steelers team. Yes. Yeah, I mean. They looked pretty good last week, and the Steelers might have been the worst 11-0 and football team of all time. That is true. Very true. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just something about that team is just special. And I don't think it's special enough to do anything crazy, but it's crazy enough to win the division in a crazy year where, you know, the two better teams both flat-out suck this year. Yeah. 
It's, it's crazy. It's 100, you're 100 percent right, man. 100. Yeah, percent Now I heard you have some uh, some picks for us. Yeah, let's, let's give run them real, off. Bob. Want to give those real quick? Let's let's get some winners out, and we're yeah, gonna give you so, props. Let's go. Uh, you know, in my in my humble unprofessional opinion, two way teasers are the best way to make money. Tommy teaser, term. baby. Uh, Bobby I, I, teaser. I, I love it. I, I love, love it. me some teasers. So <laughs> the two I have lined up this weekend, I'm teasing. The Houston Texans against the Chicago Bears. Okay. Okay. With the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. Because nice. I hate Kirk Cousins and I don't think Kirk Cousins <laughs> is good. Yes, sir. Uh, the other one I'm doing, I'm doing the Denver Broncos, um, the Carolina Panthers against the spread this year. Not great. So give me the the Broncos plus nine and a half. Okay. Nice. And give me the Packers minus one and a half against the Detroit Lions. Nice. Awesome. So those are six point six point teasers. Six, six point seven yeah, point six, six points. Point, yeah, they usually come out to what minus one twenty, minus one thirty. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's why you hammer them. That's why you hammer them. That's you know that's my my favorites this weekend, and I think I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on Derrick Henry's over. Oh, nice. Those rushing yards come out. That's some Love great picks, Bob. That's Love awesome. To hear it. Well, Absolutely. Well, Bob, dude, it was great having you and everything like that. Hopefully we can do this again sometime. It's always great getting a aspect of an Eagle fan, no matter how much I fucking hate you and the fucking Eagles. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, but, Bob, it's a pleasure having you, man. Thanks for listening to us, and hopefully we can do this again, man. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I appreciate it, man. You yeah, well, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. See ya. That was fun. It was hopefully we get more people in. Yeah, I mean, uh, that was the point, yeah. Yeah, so. definitely. Just to touch on the Giants, great win against Seattle. Defense played amazing. Colt McCoy, wow. I know. Uh, Colt McCoy. Play until he plays against Dallas week 17. <laughs> He's going to bar. Uh, Daniel Jones is back this week. I think they got a trap game coming. I will. T- let's talk about the Giants more yeah. in our bets because we will be heavy on that game. Absolutely. So let's get to that. Let's do it. Now, let's get to our fantasy. Playoffs are starting this week for majority leagues. Some in the semifinals. So let's give you some picks that are going to help you win your fantasy matchup this week. Let's get it. Get it. ZMC Fantasy, we're back. back. All, right, all right, here's a little story for you guys. We'll make it interesting. It's gonna be so we recorded weird. The, why? Why? We recorded the whole podcast, okay? I went to go save our last segment, and my dumbass wrote fantasy when I was supposed to write gambling. And it was such an electric segment that you're about to hear in about 10 minutes that <laughs> I didn't want to delete that one. So I overwrit the Gam- the fantasy file, and there's no way to get it back on Mac. You're never so, going to get my energy back. I'm so electric. So, our fantasy segment here, we're gonna, we're, it's gonna be a little different. It's gonna be very quick because this is our second time recording. We've been in the car for like an hour and well, a half. Well, first, now. since you guys didn't hear from the original recording, we're at four weeks hot. We just wanted to mention that real oh, quick. Oh yeah, our our starters were electric against our bench again. Four weeks in a row, fantasy's coming up. I think we we roll it up, and this is not gonna sound as good as the original <laughs> fantasy segment. I'm pissed, Tom. I'm pissed. <laughs> sorry, it's my first time I ever fucked up downloading a file. I'm sorry. I'm sounded sorry. so good. <laughs> it did so sound good. good. Well, let's make this good. This will be good, too. This will be good. All right, listen. We're going to win you fantasy matchups this week, okay? The playoffs are starting in most leagues. We're going to give you picks that are going to win your fantasy matchup. Right. And, Mike? Yes, Daddy. Let's, let's. you know what? <laughs> oh, my God. Don't ever call me Daddy. <laughs> listen. You got that in segment, though. Listen. <laughs> give, us, give us your two starts. And give us your two sets. Oh, so I'm just going to go all we fucking throw. Nah, just give us your two starts and I'll go next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give us your two starts and then I'll give you my two starts. First, Ryan Tannehill for the Titans. 
Yo, let's try not to delete this one. You want the music? No, just <laughs> You guys will get the joke in the next segment. <laughs> but Ryan Tannehill for the Titans. They're playing Jacksonville this week. I think Ryan Tannehill wins you a playoff game in fantasy. Let's, let's listen to this. Against Cleveland. They didn't look like the Titans, Tom, right? No. They did not look like the Titans. Nope. Down freaking 38 to 7 at one point. You're like, what the fuck? Great bet by me. But the Titans, they had a comeback effort. They were only a touchdown away from tying that game in the fourth quarter. They showed comeback effort. Ryan Tannehill had 34 points on fantasy. I think he does it again this week without a comeback. I think he's going to put up those numbers easily against a Jacksonville team that doesn't let up a quarterback under 20 points in fantasy this year. So... I am going with Ryan Taylor for my first start for the Titans against Jacksonville. My second start. I don't even remember my second start. But now I do because I have it right here, Tom. And my second start is, if this ever pulls up, it is Miles Gaskin. That's how I forget. Welcome back, Miles Gaskin yes, against the for Chiefs. the Dolphins against the Chiefs. Miles Gaskin. He returned from injury last week. He had over 100 yards rushing, over 20 yards, uh, over 20 attempts rushing, and he lit it up for the Dolphins because two is not going to do it by himself. They need Miles Gaskin to do it. And the Chiefs' defense, they look scary because they have a good record, blah, 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 whatever. Miles <laughs> Gaskin, he's going to continue the trend that the Chiefs have of having a running back of over 100 yards per game. In the rushing category, and Miles Gaskin is going to do it again. I think he lights up the Chiefs' defense, and so I like Miles Gaskin. Welcome back. Win you a fantasy a playoff game. It is going to be Miles Gaskin for uh, the Dolphins against that Kansas uh, City Chiefs. Uh, no matter what the uh, fuck your record is. Yes, love it. Fuck, I'm out of breath. As for my two starts, yes, let it out, let it out. I am starting in Tampa Bay, and I'm going to start. Justin Jefferson of the Minnesota Vikings against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Listen, from personal experience, watching Todd Bowles coach my football team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are very susceptible to the big play and susceptible to number two receivers in the scheme of an offense. And that is Justin Jefferson, although he's playing like a wide receiver one. He is second fiddle to Adam Thielen, and the Buccaneers don't have a shutdown corner to slow him down. So start the rookie wide receiver who is playing so above his years. He's he is breaking Randy Moss records in Minnesota. That's how electric he has been. So start him. He is wide receiver one potential every week now. So start him against the Buccaneers. I'm facing him in a fantasy semifinals, and I'm very scared. Start Justin Jefferson against <laughs> the Buccaneers. Weak. Garrett, you're going to kick my ass this week, and I've just accepted it already. <laughs> anyway, for my second start. I'm going to Pittsburgh, and I am starting Deontay Johnson. He played almost 100% of the snaps on offense on Monday against the football team. They are getting the ball out of Big Ben's hands quick, and what happens when you do that? You throw it to your short, speedy, electric wide receivers, and that is Deontay Johnson. He went for seven receptions, 72 yards on like 13 targets on Monday. Had a couple drops, but he'll fix that. It's Mike Tomlin's guy. They always get him involved in the offense. Start Deontay Johnson on uh, Monday Night Football against the Buffalo Bills. Boom. Milk money. Give two us your two starts. Two sits. Two sits. Going sorry. from Deontay to Devontae. Devontae Ooh. Booker Ooh. for the Raiders. His outing was dreadful last week. Um, obviously, Josh Jacobs is out. Um, he is questionable for this week, though. That's why I think this is a good sit if you can get Jacobs back. He's possibly going to play this week. But he failed to impress. He only had 16 carries for 50 yards. He was supposed to be the backup running back. Everyone was excited. Everyone picked him up. I did. I know you did. I right, did. and I started him, and it just—it was just rough. 
It was just like, I'm not excited about Booker taking on this Colts team that has been tough to run the ball on all season when they're healthy, and they're going to be healthy this upcoming week. So I think the Colts, they're going to shut down that run game. I don't even think they have a chance to run the ball. It's the only way to beat them is to throw the ball, and that's what Derek Carr has to do. It's not going to be relied on the running game. Oh, yeah. Devontae Booker for the Raiders against Indianapolis Colts. That is my first set. And then, I know you were questionable about this. You were heard in the last segment. Tom didn't delete it. All right, dude. I'm it joking. Happens. I'm sorry. Good dude, thing, I'm joking. Good thing I didn't delete the last segment, the gambling, or the first one that was like 33 minutes long. Imagine having to redo that one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So be grateful. <laughs> it's it's our from you saying that. But God forbid. Sorry. So yeah. a second sit it is going to be Christian Kirk for the Arizona Cardinals against the Giants this week for weeks five to nine, Tom. Kyler Murray, obviously he has uh, DeAndre Hopkins, but Christian Kirk was his other main guy. The last four weeks alone, Tom, Combined. and I told you this as my rebuttal when we <laughs> talked about this earlier when yes. we did the segment. I said to you, in the last four weeks, this is a fact. This is fucking terrible for a wide receiver, a number two wide receiver on a good team, a good offense apparently. He has combined for 20 points as a wide receiver for Arizona Cardinals in the last four weeks. Four weeks! He had four weeks. That is five points average a week. Yeah, it's not good. For a wide receiver. Number two wide receiver. And we use PPR leagues as our score. Exactly. So that is that is pretty bad, Tom. So yeah. Christian Kirk for Arizona gets a good Giants defense that is lining up. Obviously, Bradbury is not going to be on him. He's going to be on Hopkins, obviously. That is the matchup to look up for. I know you think that... Um, that you think that Kirk and Isabella, Isabella right? Yeah, is, Andy Isabella. Isabella. That's going to be the key for the Arizona's offense this week because they're not going to be focused on them as much. But I think the trend continues. I think the Giants' defense do good enough, and the other corners on that team, they're going to shut down Kirk down. So Christian Kirk for Arizona against the Giants, and then Devontae Booker for the Raiders against the Colts. Okay, I like it. Except the Kirk, I'm a questionable. Mm. But whatever. I'll give you my... You said Kamara last week. And he only put up 17 points know, when he averages like 24, but Taysom Hill's ruining everything. I'm not talking about it, okay? Because I need Kamara to have a big week this week. Anyway, as for my sits, I'm starting in that Bill Steelers game again. I'm starting one of the receivers, and I'm sitting the other. Chase Claypool deserves to be sit in fantasy this week, deserves to be a sit in fantasy this week, because for some reason, the Steelers have forgotten how dependable he is. Going to the game on Monday, he was their leading receiver, and he played less than 50% of the snaps. You deserve to lose when your leading receiver is playing less than 50% of your offensive snaps. And two of the touchdowns they scored to go up 14-0 were products of huge third-down catches, the only two catches Claypool made. Of him, like, making big plays. I had a mind blank there. I'm like, I was on my phone, and I was like... I thought you were going to say something low-key, because, like, I saw you, like, shaking your head. So I was like, I was waiting for you. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah. The product of the so Steelers... Two, the product of the Steelers' two touchdowns were because of big catches from Chase Claypool on third down. But they just kind of forgotten about him. His fantasy stock is declining. So, just sit him. Don't have Chase Claypool, a rookie wide receiver, be the reason that you lose your playoff matchup. My second start comes... My second sit. <laughs> oh, my God. You put my head in a trance. <laughs> I'm uh, just sitting here. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm listening. Um, my second sit is J.D. McKissick of the football team against the Saints. I don't think the way to beat the Saints is to utilize your running backs because they have great linebackers, Anzalone and Demario Davis, plus a very stout uh, front uh, seven in, as a group. So, I think uh, Alex... What? Niners, right? The Niners. Yes, I'm sorry. The Niners. I'm still... Si- no. 
Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I didn't mean to correct you. No, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. And I still hate the matchup for the same reasons because Fred Warner's very fast, and that's even a worse matchup, actually, Uh, uh, because they actually control running backs pretty well. Singletary and Moss did nothing against the 49ers. uh, last week for the Bills, so JD McKissick, I, he got a lot of catches against the, the against the Steelers because it's hard to get downfield against them, but it's easier to get downfield against the Saints. Expect big days from Logan Thomas again and Terry McLaren. Don't expect a big day from the Washington backfield with Antonio Gibson out. So my two sits of Week 14 are Chase Claypool of the Steelers against the Bills and JD McKissick of the football team against the Niners. Yeah. So we'll win you some fantasy let's matchups. Some playoff ma- yeah. let's, 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 let's play some playoff And matches. let's go give some winning bets. CMT bets coming up next. <laughs> How weird yes, is that sound? It's I mean, so <laughs> weird because we already did it technically. But yeah. Big week. Yes, big week. And we had a big week last week that we will talk about. Let's get it. ZMT Sports. Back. CMT Bets. Back. Back. Way back. <laughs> yes. We are back. Um, Just a little uh, preview of this segment. Uh, we got some picks from uh, Bobby Buckets in our uh, local landscape. So we're going to put those picks on our pages. Twitter pages and our Facebook and Instagram and this is ass, all that kind of stuff. We're going to put it everywhere uh, to give you Bobby's teasers, um, which I love. And he also gave us a little prop, te- uh, not a tease, but a prop pick as well. Yep. Um, also, I, I, I don't think we gave enough respect to the Giants in the local landscape because we were trying something out. Trying something new with the caller. Listen, I'm I'm encouraged by the Giants. I think Giant fans should be uh, excited about what they saw on Sunday. Uh, their defense played out of their mind. That's the reason why they won the game. Coaching adjustments were great at halftime. You got yourself a coach in Joe Judge. You got yourself a trio of coaches with Garrett, Graham, and Judge. Should be excited about that. Uh, but I'll be here to tell you about their letdown game that's coming up this week. But yeah, that's my little take on the Giants. Be excited, but be cautiously excited. You're still five and seven. You're not a. You're not a great football team yet yeah you might be hosting a playoff game but you're just a good solid football team that needs to start you know being consistent and you've won four in a row so you, just, you have to be excited i can't hate on them i yeah. agree more Couldn't exactly agree more exactly uh but this is the zmt bets segment so let's hear what happened last week from our main man michael dakunzak with our records how awesome was that? That was great. Dude, that feels so good. Nah, bears, though. That, Fucking dude, bears, I, I, they cost me $400. Not, not $400 betting, but I could have won like $400. They, yeah. they cost me two parlays that I literally had in the bag, and they, and they cost me. How brutal. But Unbelievable. eight in one day, right? We had an eight in one day on Sunday. With a, with a blown 10-point lead. With a, with a blown 10-point lead from Chicago. We could have <laughs> had a perfect day. And we finally needed something like this because we've been in a clunker. I mean, yeah, yeah, without we, we finally, and, but our overall records is 53 and 57. We were down way a lot below. So mm-hmm. now we're starting to close close in. We're getting we out of the cell a little bit. And year. you're coming out of the cell a little bit, buddy. Uh, I mean, you're 19-26. The record was worse. Yeah. I'm no no offense. But it was, it was it should worse. should be 20 and 25. Absolutely. You should be 20 and 25. But the Bears. The Bears just <laughs> cost us games. But um, but yeah, it was a positive day. Away. Yeah, and I had a perfect, I had a perfect day, which was awesome. Um, our prop bets were on the money. Oh, yeah. uh, Devonte Adams and the David Montgomery bet were literally they were locked in like the first half. It was just, it was excellent. Great weekend. Finally, no stress. Not having, not having to text you at night, being like, Tom, we fucking <laughs> sucked today. Our podcast, we sucked. We actually had a good day, and I think the momentum rises from here. I think that we could keep on going. So, uh, so Tom. You want me to start with our picks? Yeah, you want me to start? You want to start? No, you start. You want me yeah, to start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Give yeah, us yeah, your three. Yeah, you want me to start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. What I am doing 
Tom. I'm gonna pull up my picks because I'm I'm lackadaisical and I'm not even picking up my picks. Where do 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 Minus one against the Bears. Take it. Lock it in. What? What's so funny? I don't know. Did you realize I've been doing this? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of like that. It's getting me going. I'm like jumping up and down in the car right now. Kia Studios. Hold on. Hold on. Bum, bum. Am I supposed to keep going? Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> no, because you're probably loud as shit. No, I'm not. I go in, I come out of the left mic. You come out of the right mic. You're right. Okay, let's go. <clears throat> Texas minus one against the Bears. Lock it in. The Colts. They're going to bounce back this week. I mean, obviously, they're on a hot streak. They're keep on continuing. The Raiders, bum, they don't bum. look good. <laughs> we need to have some fun on this segment. It's a glee, bro. It's a glee right now. What are you doing? Okay. You want me to stop? Or keep going with the music in the background? <laughs> stop, stop. Okay, I'll stop. Because you're not going to be serious. You can start over if you want. Come on, Kobe. All right. Go ahead. Bang. All right. Texas Miami wasn't good to Bears. Colts minus two and a hook against the Raiders. The Raiders not look good. They almost lost to the Jets. They're going to lose to the Colts this week. Sorry, Tom. It's going to happen. Stop saying minus sorry. Two. I thought we were past <laughs> Dude, that. Dude, come on. I'm trying to do my picks. <laughs> Between the music and your fuck. All right, let's go. Saints minus six and a hook against the Eagles. Lock it in. That is a fucking lock. Jesus Christ. Jalen Hurts, you're going to stink. Saints going to keep on rolling. Saints minus six and a hook. And then my sleeper. Oh, you got a sleeper pick. I got a sleeper pick because I like doing four because I... Oh, wait. Fuck, you told me about this before. I told you about it and it's going to hit. New York has Seattle's number. Not only did the Giants beat them, I'm not saying the Jets are going to win. I'm not fucking saying that. But the Jets have covered the last four fucking games they played. I am going with it. I'm finally feeling it in my guts. It's going to happen. J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 plus... 13 and a half against Jamal Adams. Sam Donald's going to tear him up against Seattle. It's going to happen. They're going to cover, make it five games in a row that I thought the Jets were going to cover, and they are going to lock it in. Jesus. So I'm going over it again. <laughs> Texans, Deshaun Watson, going to the Bears. They're going to give it to him, minus one against the Bears. Colts, minus two and a hook against the Raiders. Saints, minus six and a hook against the Schmeagles. And then the Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. 13 and a half. Don't matter. They're covering against Seattle. Wow. That was fucking electric. I need <laughs> fucking run around right now. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. I won't be as electric. Come on. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> All right. Bum, Tommy bum. Teasers. Picks. Week 14. We should have been ugly. That's the way I wanted it. I am heading to the Meadowlands. And I am taking the New York Giants lose. I am what? taking the Arizona Cardinals minus two and a hook on the road against the New York Giants. Giants have won four in a row. Five and seven football teams. They gotta you gotta lose one, okay? They're they're not there yet, okay? They're not gonna run the table just because you know they beat the Seattle Seahawks. Give me the Cardinals minus two and a half against the Giants. My buddy Makamar, who knows the Giants, said this is those games that the Giants normally lose. It's a trap game for them. Big win coming back home. They're gonna lose to the Cardinals minus two and a half, who have been struggling lately. My second game, I'm going to Miami. I'm going to Miami. Hey. Yeah. 
to take the Dolphins. I've been on the wrong side of Dolphins games almost all year. When I pick them to cover the number, they don't. When I pick them not to cover the number, they do. But I think I'm going to break the schneid with them once, okay? They are such a tough home team to play. I think they're going to control the clock. Brian Flores is such a great coach. going to have his team ready for their first real test in the last couple of weeks. They are going to cover 7.5 against the Chiefs at home. Take the Dolphins plus a touchdown and a hook against the Chiefs. And my last pick of the Week 14 ZMT bets is going to the fake home of the 49ers, which is actually the home of the Cardinals, and they just got absolutely demolished by the Bills. Take the football team coming off their huge win against the, the, the undefeated Steelers. Ron Rivera has his team playing top. Alex Smith is leading a group of men, determined men, to take hold of the NFC East lead after week 14 as the football team. I'm taking them plus three against the Niners, but don't be afraid to take them outright to beat the Niners. Take the football team. My three picks, Tommy Teasers, three picks of week 14 are the Cardinals minus two and a hook against the Giants on the road. Dolphins plus seven and a hook at home against the Kansas City Chiefs and the Washington football team getting three points on the road at the 49ers. Michael Joseph Dykunzak. That's my name. Give us your prop. Thomas I'll give Antonio you mine, Leone. And we will wrap up. We will wrap up this long episode of this ZMT long Sports. This long 13th episode. I'm so glad to be here with you after 100%. your birthday. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> I won't uh, do the music ba, for your prop bet. I'm doing it. <laughs> prop bets. I love you got to take over and under. But <laughs> here's one thing about over-unders and about life that you need to follow, my friends. It is too short. To bet, bet the, the under. under. And the game that I look at, and it's going to go up, up, uppity, little Uzi, sponsor us. I am going with Minnesota and Tampa Bay over 51 and a half points. I think nice. that Minnesota defense, they're not going to handle Evans. They're not going to handle them. He, They're going to score points. I think Tom Brady bounces back despite his awful outing the last few weeks. And I think Minnesota, Kirk Cousins playing elite. He's playing better. He is getting fantasy points. And not only that, he's going to get points. I think these two teams light it up. It is going to smash the over 51 and a half points. Yes, Take it, sir. Lock it in. Love it. My over for the week, because like Mikey D said, too short to bet the under, is in my very comfortable receiver prop bets. I've been pretty good this mm, year, receiver been, prop besides bets. Besides Sam Darnold, two and a half touchdowns? That, I've been pretty well. Yeah. Uh, Corey Davis, over in receiving yards. Probably going to be around 58-63 with the Titans. Lock it in. Jaguars can't stop the pass to save their life. They're actually pretty okay against the run, but Tannehill is going to light them up, play action. Corey Davis over receiving yards against the Jaguars. Lock it in. And don't let it fool you. Yes. When hot streaks happen, they happen. Yes, and I think we are on a heater right time. now, and we're going to go back to back. I weeks. think it's about fucking time. Yes. I am a curse that sure. podcast, and I'm doing it fucking now. We're going to fucking go hot. We're oh, gonna yeah. Keep it Fuck running. yeah, Mike. Curse. Listen That's to, what I'm talking about. Listen to the bets. You're yes. hyping me up, yo. I'm fucking, <laughs> let's, let's do something. This is tonight. great. We're going to get ready. We're going to watch Thursday Night Football, have some drinks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited. We are our, our 14th or ep- 13th episode. Wrapping it up here. Everybody check out our Instagram, Twitter, everything. Sports check out our website. Team. We write articles on the website so you can get a little, you know, opinion based, you know, blogs out of our website. I I've I'm getting Mike to start writing a little bit. He's been busy with work, but I've written about the Cowboys, the Jets, and the Giants, so He's go check it, it out. Uh Social Media website. That website link is on Twitter. Yes, and another sir. thing is, like we said about the call in before, 
Uh, Bobby, thank you. In, yeah, yeah. Saying if you want in, write us, write us yes, on the thanks, social Bobby. media. Let us know as people. Seriously, we want this to happen. We want this to continue. We're having fun with this. We do this for you people. Yeah. And obviously, and be aware. You, be aware of ZMT fan picks again. This is our money to win you money. Oh yeah. So watch it. Lock it in. Sports and sports. We're gonna win ZMT. one of these weeks. We're gonna yes, win sir. one of those. Yep. All right. I love it, Mike. Uh, ZMT Sports. Checking out. We'll thanks catch you next guys. week. Thank you for listening.